2: Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night?
3: Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts?
4: If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute.
2: Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We're ready to believe you. what's up everybody welcome to the wicked anime podcast this is episode 147 and i am your stupid awesome analyst john star with me is the hard man with hard opinions andrew oh hello hi how are you today (laughs) was that like your tommy wuzo no that was just (laughs) how i feel right now (laughs) you you feel tommy wuzo i always feel tommy (laughs) wuzo
1: and we have our king baby duck evan konichiwa my on went <laughs> blah, blah 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 Perfect. Oh so, god.
2: <laughs> that was how many takes it took Tommy Wuzo to do any scenes that he's ever done.
1: I had did not hit her. I did not hit her. <laughs> I That's did true. not I did not. Cut and <laughs> print. Cut and print. <laughs> and that was Elite
2: for Derek. Hey! How's it going, guys? <laughs> I actually just recently saw The Disaster Artist, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Even though it was nothing like the book, or the guy who played Mark uh, actually, like, said what the experience was like in in parts. Like, they got some stuff right, but they condensed a lot of things. It was enjoyable. It was an enjoyable film. Well, Tommy Wiseau is just a really amazing, incredible person. Yeah, he's extremely talented, but he has no people skills. Well, and he... No, no, he has tons of people's skills, because he's super nice. P- people have interviewed him uh, on the news, and he is just one of the nicest, most humble guys ever, and he's I just can, like...
4: I can believe that, because if he was a dick, we would not really be talking about him this much, unless he was, no. like, an enormous dick,
2: but... Yeah, no, he's he's a really cool guy, and he's really funny, and he's super nice. He he's he was just like, I'm just happy that people enjoy it, and, and he's just like, oh, like, this is so cool, thank you so much, guys, like, Ah, I love I love listening to him talk. I I do have to say though, Tommy Wuzo, After seeing that college humor, was it College Humor Funny or Die, uh, whichever one that he did, which was his Joker audition tape. Oh my god! He absolutely needs to be the Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's something I'm gonna
4: watch.
1: Ah, I can't he's believe like, that we, dude. I, I kid you not. It, like he's like the best Joker. It was terrifying. I've
2: seen. It was a terrifying experience. You have to see it. Nah. <laughs> uh, so I uh, don't know how we kicked this off with the Tommy Wuzo discussion, just because Andrew said hello. But uh, <laughs> yeah, eventually and we I talk about my anime in this too. <laughs> but we're not uh, we're not talking about Tommy Wuzo today. We're talking about anime. Uh, we're and gonna we be... have some good anime updates for you. Yeah, and we're gonna be especially talking about Isekai because we've been on a kick because they won't die. Mm-hmm. And they're still here, and they're—it and looks like that they're here to stay. I got so, an extra life, not dying yet. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of having Isukai around. How it's good for the anime industry, how it's bad yeah. for the anime industry. Pros and cons of the Isukai genre in general. Some of the things we've talked about on the show before. Yes. But I, I wouldn't even say pros and cons of of its effect on the industry. I would just say pros and cons of, of watching watching e- it, watching, watching isekai. <laughs> like yeah. in general, just oh, the pros and cons of isekai. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh but first, we have to talk about some news stories. It's time to ring the news bell.
1: Oh damn it, I forgot the whistle <laughs> I am whistle coon <laughs> The whole time. <laughs>
2: Uh right. Uh what do we have first? What do we have first on tap for for
1: news? Oh, do I, I am I the only one who has all the news? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, question. Yeah. I've never
4: let it off, can I?
2: Yeah. Yeah, sure, Derek.
4: Awesome. So guess what, guys? Dragon Ball Super.
2: <laughs> what? What is this that you talk about, Derek? Of the Elite Four? it, it better be about Broly. If it's not, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt someone.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so obviously it is. I'm still Uh, still coming to terms with how I feel about Broly becoming canon and how he's being written in because in an interview with Akira Toriyama they asked him about his initial design of Broly and his response was and I'm paraphrasing more or less that was me (laughs) so (laughs) so to have him actually come back and be like no I need to redo Broly is a great thing to watch Um, there's been like slight teasers like Freeze is coming back okay you know this is adding more to the whole what would be the original Broly story Uh, but there are some key leaks coming out that kind of say more about where the movie's going one of the hints is with a, a video game like Code Miner's They've been seeing a lot of the updates coming out, out of Xenoverse 2 and a lot of the Dragon Ball Z games. Oh, okay. And a lot of times with these promos, what they'll do is they'll have one or two characters come out kind of in pairing with the premiere of a movie or a series or something like that. The The last big thing to come out was Kefla out of the, uh, out of the Tournament of Power arc of Dragon Ball Super the sub-edition. Not giving you any spoilers, Evan. You still have no idea who Kefla is, and I'm not gonna tell you who Kefla is until you see who she is. Okay. Uh,
2: never, mind. I won't, uh, never mind, I won't spoil it. There I, we go. <laughs> so I was gonna take a guess, but I feel like I'm right, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that road.
4: You probably could. You don't need to hit your head too log against a rock to figure out their yeah. name, Akira Toriyama is a games.
1: terrible writer, so <laughs> <laughs> Or a terrible name name generator.
2: Now, hold on, hold on. He's not a terrible writer. He's just a simple writer. No, he's
1: a pretty terrible writer.
2: That goes for the same thing with, like, Star Wars. It's not a terrible story. It's just a simple story, which makes it that good. That's why so many people love Dragon Ball Z, because it's simple. It's just gone on for too long. And that's the problem with Star Wars. It's gone on for too long, and therefore people are mad at it now.
4: Okay, so part of it is, when he gets to do what he wants, that's when you get Dragon Ball. That's when you get a lot of the first Dragon Ball Z series. And then it started making money. And unfortunately, he's the kind of person who's like, you know what? I really like money. <laughs> Alright, says one Goku. Alright, fuck Gohan. He's yeah. not going to get another arc. It's Goku all the way. Okay, but sorry, going back. Uh, so, <laughs> into the state of mining for like Xenoverse 2. And, uh. I'm not sure if there are any other games past that, or any mobile games, etc. But people are there are mobile into, games, yes. Yeah, there are. I'm just thinking about like the data leaks or what's coming out out of updates that are con- quote unquote confirmed. No, I, yep. I don't have any references in front of me, so we're just going to all say this is rumor. Uh, but <laughs> co- <laughs> Derek,
2: package- this is wicked anime. You don't need references for anything that you talk about. <laughs>
4: At least I'm acknowledging that I should try.
2: <laughs> and that's all we ask. That's all we have ever asked for you, Derek. We don't claim to be right. We just claim, or we just, tell, uh, we just like know we're not to, lying.
4: It's like going to high school, turning in a paper, and your title page is literally saying, I have no cup. I have no references at the end of it. As long as you get a C, as long as
2: you get a C, you can get privileges, you can get, uh, you can leave the uh, campus when you're a senior mm-hmm. and uh, and people like you.
4: Oh, exactly. And even better, if you're in the uh, yearbook club, you can just walk around with a camera and no one asks you if you're skipping class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the data mining. Uh, looking into it for the Broly movie. Obviously, Broly's in there. But a very notable addition is Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta.
2: Oh, that, okay. Are
4: any of you familiar with Gogeta? Yeah, yes.
2: it's Goku and Vegeta doing the doing the uh,
4: doing the dirty dance. dance.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> they became one. They fused with each other.
1: Uh, the, J- d- just like my fans. Yes, there are plenty of <laughs> dojins about this. By <laughs> the way. Don't the, Google the it. The big
4: thing about this, though, is. <laughs> This is not canon, not canon at all. Gogeta never happened in any of Z. Well, when I say canon, I'm sorry, I'm not including GT.
2: Right, exactly, because it did happen in GT, right? Yeah, it, it happened happen in, in GT.
4: It happened in GT, and it happened in the movies.
0: Oh, uh, really? I didn't know that. In the yeah. movies,
4: in the movies, it was Gogeta Super Saiyan. In GT, they were already Super Saiyan Four, so they were like. Gojita Super Saiyan 4, obviously. <laughs> uh, but now they're going with Gojita Blue
1: because, pff, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then they will probably Gojita Red after that.
4: Maybe, uh, it's supposed Wait, to be no, before. Red was before. Red was yeah, before. The, the, big, um, the big strategy with that is it doesn't burn as much as your energy. So... Oh, I shouldn't spoil shit.
1: Wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a movie where they did the fusion wrong and they wound up being some sort of like fart monster sort of thing?
2: It turned into it turned into Jeff Goldblum's The Fly.
1: <laughs>
3: Kill
4: me! <laughs> I'm a monster.
2: Starts spitting on like Goku starts spitting on stuff to melt his food.
4: Damn it, Kakarot! You can't even fuse right. Damn <laughs> it. Uh but uh the biggest tell is they're gonna have a um a movie series premiere leading up to the actual Dragon Ball Super Movie premiere. And there's a series of three movies that are gonna happen. Uh first is the original Broly movie, you know, just to give reference. Uh then fans can see how actually shitty it is and be able to laugh about it afterwards. He cried a lot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Second one is history of Bardock because when it comes to Broly, that deals a lot with the actual origin of Saiyans. So,
2: Bardock is just Goku.
4: Breeza, my kid will live. I'll <laughs> <laughs> heal the violent savior. Bahu
1: for now who two is.
4: But then the third movie leading up to this movie premiere is Goku and Vegeta fuse into Gogeta. And go into the underworld and face Janemba.
2: I don't even know who that is, Derek. Yeah, gonna level and, with you. <laughs>
4: alright, and at this point you're gonna be like, alright, this is so far away from everything else I've been thinking about. Why the hell are they showing this movie? Oh, Goku and Vegeta fuse.
1: So uh, okay, so, so even they could've if you know
4: nothing about Janemba, who doesn't matter. He's just some random, like big puffy demon that transforms into a smaller evil demon (laughs) why not um but like you don't even have to know anything about that to look at be like okay well what's the theme here something about the origin of saiyans something about the origin of saiyans And then Goku and Vegeta fuse to deal with something.
2: (laughs) To fight a guy who's already dead.
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, everyone thought Broly was dead, but I guess we gotta kill him again, so... Well, we gotta bring him
2: to super hell. Broly had three movies. Yeah, no, Broly wasn't dead. Broly uh, stopped existing. There's a difference.
4: You know what? Maybe that's... I feel like Toriyama looked at this and been like, I know people don't want a Broly movie, but oh my god just look at one two and
2: bio broly yeah it, whatever you want to call
4: that sludge of silver scum that went around saying kill kakarot or whatever uh,
2: so it wasn't uh a fusion between Polly shore and uh stephen baldwin and it was like biodome but broly <laughs> uh, fusion no fusion no <laughs> Basically, so
4: all of this has led to, guys, look out for Gogeta being an actual canon fusion happening in the Dragon Ball universe. And just seeing the stills and all the animations coming out of the teasers from the new Dragon Ball Super movie. The animation is definitely being taken care of. It's nothing like any of the people writing it in in the random filler episodes here and there. This looks beautiful. It looks like they're really caring about the storyline and the lore of it, and if you want to make Broly lore, you want to make
1: Gogeta lore,
4: I mean, it uh, looks like
1: they're starting to do it right, so I'm going to give them a chance. Unless, of course, the storyline involves them having to get their driver's license.
2: <laughs> no, that was the best, though. Yeah, that was the right reason to do it. I'm,
4: o- I'm okay with that. I'm okay <laughs> with Krillin being a cop, so I'm okay with Goku you need to be able to get a driver's license. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right before saving the world. But not his son.
1: Now which character? which which franchise were were you saying that Quillen can beat anybody in? Derek. Beat anybody in? Yeah.
2: What series?
1: Yeah. Wasn't it like didn't you say like Naruto or <laughs> like that oh, that series? Hamtaro
2: uh,
4: <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically any
4: series. Uh <laughs> I did actually see a very... I'm going to describe a meme to you because I love it. <sighs> just imagine this. Krillin uses Solar Flare against someone and they're sitting there be like, oh my god! I can't see! I'm really stunned! What's the only other move Krillin knows?
2: Destructo Disc!
4: Why doesn't he just cut them in half right <laughs> after that? Every single time. Literally, his moves are make someone be stunned and stand in one spot and can't see shit and then throw something slow-moving that cuts anything into pieces. Krillin could beat anyone in any anime series if he ever had a brain. If, if I ever had a brain. <laughs> if
2: I only had a brain. Or a nose,
1: too. Or yeah, a nose. A nose, a nose. Too would help.
4: I have a nose! <laughs> Also, uh, if anyone else loves Dragon Ball Abridge and what Team Four Star does, they have finally started releasing episode sixty, which is in
1: multiple parts. Part
4: two to episode sixty got
1: released. Uh part two, I've gotta admit, gets kind of fucked up with with uh, with Gohan. Yes, that, that his discussions, his speech, is like holy fuck. There's like like it's supposed to be funny, but you're watching it and you're like
4: I'm you, actually terrified. You know how much they care about this series and how much they care about these characters. They're trying to be true to this, like trying to be funny, but stay completely in character and in plotline with everything. And, yeah, this... I, It's not confirmed, but I'm looking at this like a finale because I don't see these guys going into the Majin Buu series. It's so ridiculous and they just fucking paid Toriyama money and then he just started writing shit that he like. it was like, ah, okay and then this person comes in <laughs> Like, it, it's already a satire of itself That's what the Boo Saga is
2: yeah, That's pretty true, I guess
4: I, I love, though, what Team Four Star is doing with this it, It's a multi-part, one episode It's one episode, but multi-part so I can only assume it might actually be the finale because they're wrapping up the Cell Saga with this but hmm. they're making very, very deep speeches from Gohan that are not expected if you just watch the first, you know, 20 episodes or something and just see all the Cordy jokes.
1: Cool. Well, you know, Team Four Star is actually getting into the legit voice acting anime industry because they are doing the dub for the Hells movie for Discotech. They also did some of the voices for Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Uh, Not the actual characters,
4: but they were brought along to do some of the extra, like, minor characters. So, that's kind of proof in the pudding that even Dragon Ball looks at them like, You guys deserve a bone. You you guys are good shit. Nice. Yeah, so, okay, there's uh, Derek's Dragon Ball rant hour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Do we want to talk about an update on our Conan O'Brien saga? yes uh, that the conan o'brien versus detective conan sort of thing so uh what was what, we last time we talked last about last time we were way behind cuz i mean even even after we released the episode in between us talking about the episode and us releasing the episode, there was so much more to the story yeah, that so popped up. So even you, the last episode that got released, you guys got a watered down version. I'm sure you're going to get a watered down version of this one as well. If if the saga keeps going. Yeah, which it might, but we don't know. Well, it uh, has
1: been because he is in Japan right now.
2: Yeah, which is insane. The fact that they're actually going through with this. Is he, okay, is he actually getting money or is this just a
1: stunt? I think it's totally a stunt. You.
2: Nobody says this is a
1: joke. Yeah. He heard about this. He thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we did this? Okay, what if we come up with this idea? It makes it sound like I'm mad at the creator. Promising three trillion yen. Who's to bet that when he gets to this town and he's about... They they hand him a big giant check that says the three trillion yen. But then that check gets stolen by a character dressed up, well, someone dressed up as a character from Detective Conan. Like Magic Kaito, who is, like, one of the big, like, antagonists in the Detective Conan series. You know, I kind
4: of like how this seems to be almost writing itself. And what I think (laughs) is, I mean, there's probably a budget when it comes to, you know, advertising with social media and stuff. They could probably be looking at this from, like, Team Coco, like, the actual, like, Legal and advertising team Coco. Like, you know what? Let's just... This is fun to make this public. Let's make this public. Everyone keeps talking about this. I mean, we're talking about this, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this would be one of the easiest social marketing campaigns that could be mutually beneficial between the two of them. Because all you're going to do is you know pay for a plane ticket here or there. So what, three four hundred bucks, and then post it on Facebook. I, it was a really great idea, and I actually like how how cooperative they're acting with each other. They're acting like Team Conan.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and it's like both Like you said, it's both beneficial to both sides from the Conan O'Brien side and from not just Detective Conan but just the Japanese pop culture scene in general.
4: That's another good point. Yeah,
1: because it's getting the word out there. Plus, you know, it'll be helpful to promote the the simulcast of Detective Conan, which is currently on Crunchyroll as well. Granted, under the case closed name still, because, you know, legal reasons regarding that. But now we're also seeing that Conan O'Brien's over at Kojima Studios or Kojima Productions doing something for Death Stranding. And... I don't know about you, but this has almost guaranteed me to buy a copy of Death Stranding when it comes out, even though I have no idea what the fuck that game's going to be about. <sighs> we
2: still don't. We never will. Giant I think people are going to beat that doors. game.
1: <laughs>
2: I bet you people will beat that game, and the first time they play it, they'll still say, I have no idea what this game is about. You have to play the game like five times, like, like a like a more intense and scary version of The Bouncer. <laughs> Well, that's right. That's
4: like, that's like what I thought about Pokemon because I played it for the first time. I'm like, okay, gonna catch them all, and then I realized that it was about like a post-war scenario where all of the men have all died in all of the towns.
2: <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. That's why Serge has a gym, and he's a he's a mili- he's a sergeant. Oh yeah.
4: He's the one on PTSD that kept torturing people with electricity. Obviously, yeah. right?
2: Yeah and professor oak he, was a scientist that was yeah. meant to repopulate the earth yeah. and now he just From bangs all, all the of moms the s- all of the pokemoms I,
4: I totally meant to ask you though are you a boy or a girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what so what part does giovanni play in all this <laughs> are you son or daughter
4: <laughs> oh giovanni's the one with the buddy who's making it all happen
1: so That's Team Rocket like... is just a front. Uh, well... He
4: funded okay, the war. Okay, well, I will say, if you want to open this can of worms, I will open this can of worms and go into Pokemon lore with you. Because when you say, what does Giovanni matter? I have a whole fucking speech prepared. <laughs> I don't think but, we're prepared But for that. the sake of news... I think we should keep moving on here. Well, we Do you
1: save that talk for maybe closer to when the new Pokemon? Let's go Pikachu! Let's go Eevee! Games come out. Oh,
4: that's right. That's right. Do you I, think I that, love the spinoffs, uh, and I love uh, I love that you want to give it attention, but no, I need the core games. But go on. <laughs>
2: Do you think that everybody is named a color in Pokemon because that's how Professor Oak could remember the names of all of his children? <laughs> you're red! You're blue! <laughs> you're peach,
4: wait. If you're that's aqua. the case, though, that means that red is obviously, like, some sort of bastard grandchildren. Person. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. This this is, yes. is Gary's real name Gray?
2: Maybe. Maybe like Gary's dyslexic so he read his name as Gary. It's like No, you're grey. That's a real name. (laughs) Well technically red is a real name too.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Oh grandpa, you're colorblind. My head my hair is red, (laughs) not grey. I'm red. Okay, your name is red. (laughs) No, that's my hair. Your hair red?
1: And he grew up to be Red Foreman and started putting boots up the asses of his future children.
4: I wish I had 151 Pokemon in my Pokedex (laughs) so I could put 304 foot in your ass. (laughs) Now, are you a boy or a girl?
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Uh... Classic
1: Pokemon. So, so Conan O'Brien in Japan. Yeah. Looks like he's having fun. He got to be mayor for the day. I'm looking forward to seeing what the special is going to be like when it finally airs.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this, like there has to be video of Of the whole adventure. We just went right back to this. So, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. That's right. We were talking about also, that. Also, to all movie. of our
4: listeners, I totally did the foot-to-ass ratio wrong with my math. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's going to be so many mathematicians just shaking their head. It's like, ah, like, oh, it's so cringeworthy. The cringe is real. <laughs> Elite Ford Derek has a number in his name and everything, and he can't even do simple multiplication.
4: It, it was one of those squiggly equal
2: signs, like the approximately equals. <laughs> <sighs> and some Pokemon have more than two feet.
1: And some have no feet. And some have no feet. So you If you're going to factor right. that in... That's going
4: to be its own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's count the feet of the 151 Pokemon. Top coming to you
2: next episode, everybody. How many feet are in the Pokemon universe? <laughs> Foot fetish
1: people are going to love this one.
2: It'll just we'll just make it easier. We'll make it all anthro poke porn, uh, version. <laughs> so everybody has. The, those sp- are the only things that yeah, we're going <laughs> to count. What's what's next? <laughs> what's next? How do Dang we follow it? up
1: with that <laughs> news? Let's see. So we've got some news regarding some second seasons of anime being officially announced.
4: Okay. One of
1: last year's like big surprise hits, Kimono Friends. Oh yeah, officially that's right. getting a second release. Or a second I can't season. believe that was only last year. It feels like forever ago. I know. See, well, you know, after all the controversy with the uh, with who was it that the Katakawa firing the, the actual team that made Kimono Friends and now bringing in another studio to do it. Like, there are people that are pissed off because that's going to lose some of the, you know, charm of the crappy CGI that the first season had. <laughs>
2: Is it, though? See, I mean, like, wouldn't better CGI draw more people in? See, I, I, was, I thought it was cool because when I went to Japan, Kimono Friends was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I loved it. it was, that was one of the coolest things. Because I, I didn't watch... Kimo- I watched, like, the first two episodes of Kimono Friends, and it, I didn't really like, like it because, That's enough for me. Yeah, because I hated the, the animation. It was way too distracting, and it was just like, okay, I get the point. But then I, you go I to feel Japan... Like it takes
1: about four episodes for it to no longer be distracting, and that's when the really good story that it has comes to the forefront. Four right. episodes
2: is a long time. See, and... Uh, but, well, I mean, I, I don't know, whatever. I'll try... I could try it out again. But, um... Uh, you know, being in Japan and seeing all the Kimono Friends stuff that they get from it, I love the I love the popularity of Kimono Friends. I don't necessarily love the show. Yeah, like that's that's really I think that's the funniest part about because you know that they only made Kimono Friends to sell products. Well, and that's kind of the funny thing about it. You know how kids will like in America eat up fads like like Crazy Bones back in remember Crazy Bones <laughs> back in the day, and now it's like littlest pet shop and like all these things where they just come up with a whole bunch of different little things that is just like hey collect them all there's a thousand of them Mm. uh well maybe that's like kimono friends in japan it's like collect all of the different kimono friends animals even though most of them didn't show up in the show that's right i had to go to 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 okinawa for me (laughs) yeah yeah i had to go to okinawa to get specific kimono friends which i'm super happy i did yay Hey, and now you guys have them, too. Yay, I do.
1: It's on my backpack. Thank you once again, Andrew. But we were
4: kimono friends first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, I know I know it does have the crappy CGI, but it's such a good show to show, like, you know, little kids and everything, because it's both educational, it's fun, it's n- it's not etchy in the least bit, you leave the dojo and cheese for that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, it doesn't
2: stop the otaku from wanting to stick things inside of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and kids are dumb, they don't know what good and bad animation is. That's uh, right.
1: Oh, trust me, tr- trust me, I'm learning that the hard way when I'm seeing all these old shows that I used to watch as a kid, re-watching and be like... This looks fucking awful!
2: Well, but... But there was a... It, it was all relative at the time. Like, that, that, that. that's like the relativity of it. So, back in the 80s and we had really poorly animated shows, it was relative because there wasn't something to compare it to. But now, Kimono Friends, you can totally compare it to things. Plus, it's not really like, this is the best animation I've ever seen, said the one-year-old who's seeing the first animation for the first time ever. You know, I don't know. But
4: wait, I don't like that argument before because... That's not great animation. That's no Thundercats. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: I feel like I've like heard that somewhere before, maybe, possibly.
2: Okay, so then uh, let me ask you this, Derek. What was better than the Thundercats animation back in the day? Back in the 80s? Back in the 80s when they were animating that. Well, What animation was better than Thundercats?
1: The heavy metal animation. Oh, that, okay, no, hold on. That Wait was, a minute. That
2: was Rotoscope, yeah. and no, I think that is awful. Uh, <laughs> the heavy metal animation is bad. It's badass, though. I don't think it's bad. No, it's not badass. It's boring. I don't <laughs> think it's bad. Rotoscope is lazy. Yeah. Uh, and there's a reason why they don't do it anymore it's because it's a waste of time and it's a waste of money. Yeah. If you're going to film something live action and then animate over it, you're making a movie twice. Yeah. If you if like it's and so it's just like well you've already got the live action version of it so let's just make the live action version of it and then they're like no we're going to animate over it well that's double the money so that's why nobody rotoscopes anymore the the last thing that i remember being rotoscoped and it looked awesome was a scanner darkly but that's right, it, yeah. it took them 5000 man hours for a minute of film in a scanner darkly yeah. like are you kidding me that's 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 when they had the the movie filmed. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about a thing like um, being Vincent. Was is that the one that they that? Every frame was a different oil painting. The one about Vincent van Gogh. Oh right, yeah. Or loving, loving Vincent, Vincent. <laughs> loving Vincent, yeah. Um, so that one, so there's something to go with that because everybody hand painted the animation for the first time. Yeah. It wasn't filmed and then painted, like a cell it was animation first. Yeah, like a cell animation. So it's worth your time to see or to to make loving Vincent because that's where all the money's going to. Not filming it and then animating. It. Sorry, this is my animator coming out of me talking about. Hey, Rose I'm filming. surprised you're the one talking about, it, not me talking about. I know. It. Because I mean I No, I I I I absolutely
4: love that you're actually going frame by frame and giving recognition to people by saying that too. Oh for sure. Because that's exactly what that whole work is. It's a bunch of people giving love and showing what they have because of him, you know?
2: Now don't get me wrong, I love the style. I actually like heavy metal. And do you? Yeah, I thought it was I Boring. No, I do like heavy metal. I it was boring. Um, it, it's not the greatest movie ever, but I think it's visually appealing uh, in some cases. And then, but then also, uh, Scanner Darkly too is quite a triumphant film. Okay, oh, it, it's not like the best film ever, but it looks really awesome. Well, and and so bringing that back to Thundercats, when you had Thundercats on TV, it was a quick product that they put out so that they could sell toys to children. Right. But a same, the same with GI Joe Transformers. Silverhawks. Silverhawks. He-Man. Uh, tiger, tiger Sharks. He-Man. He-Man. He-Man was made for toys specifically. Yeah, well, and Thundercats was actually animated in Asia. Like, they, they, animated, uh, Thundercats. Yeah, yeah. they, they animated Thundercats in Japan. That opening cinematic, or the opening Oh theme my gosh, song. the opening theme song is the Thundercats. <laughs> it's the best. Um, but uh, uh, this is great because I'm going to be talking about Thundercats later. Took you know that that animation that they did with that, and, and they animated in Japan. I don't know if they animated GI Joe in Japan, and I don't know if they animated they did. They, there in Japan.
1: are parts of that that were animated in Japan. Same with the uh, real Ghostbusters. That was TMS Entertainment that yes, did the, the Real yeah. Ghostbusters, the same yeah, yeah, team who yeah, yeah. did *Loop* in the Third, and I think is doing *Case Closed* or AKA Detective Conan. Oh look, it just went all around. What about the Centurions? <laughs> the Centurions? Does anybody remember that show? I think it's Hanna Barbera. Right? No, is it? Is it Hanna Barbera? All I'm thinking no, right don't now don't... are those. Um, is the zebras in America segment from *Freddie Got Fingered* as <laughs> the same Yeah. <laughs> <Centurions. laughs>
2: My hooves. Look at my hooves. Yeah, my hooves.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers Freddy Got Fingered? Everybody Listeners, does. watch
1: the Nostalgia Critic review of Freddy Got no, Fingered. No, no, no. It no, is no, no. a treat.
2: No, not, not the Nostalgia Critic. You have to watch the review of, of f- red, the Red Letter Media
1: of Fred. Freddy Got Fingered. Because you actually learned something about Freddy Got Fingered. And that no, no. Help. You learned something too in, in this as well. I, I, and it... You learned, like, an epiphany about this movie.
2: Oh, no, it wasn't an epiphany. It was just... Because Tom Green admitted to the whole... The actual genius behind Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. like how That that scene at the end when he looks at the camera and says, I did it because they gave me a million dollars. Yeah. It was basically his F.U. to Hollywood, which was hilarious. Yeah, he was making... He he was making... uh, For those who don't know, Freddy Got Fingered. He was taking the concept of an Adam Sandler film the ones back in the day when they were good and then just messing it up. Well, because up. because Tom Green was popular at the time. Yeah. And, and because when, Tom, you're popular, and when you're popular, you get a movie. Yeah, when, when you're popular, Hollywood just throws money at you and says, we want you to make a movie. So Tom Green was just like, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> and so he made the most messed up movie he possibly could. And and then like at the end of the movie, looked at the camera and was just like, I did it because they gave me a million dollars. Well, that's it. That's the end of my million dollars. It was so funny. Yeah. It was so funny. So, okay. So, Andrew and I saw Freddie got fingered for the first time when we were like oh we had to have 12. been like 13 yeah we were like 12 or 13 we were at the age where you should not watch yeah. it and I actually I specifically remember I specifically remember not seeing the whole thing for the first time yeah. because we weren't allowed to
1: watch the rest of it yeah <laughs> I actually paid money to go see it at a movie theater with <laughs> me and my cousins who were 16 years old at a time we had to wait for our oldest cousin who was 22 <laughs> so we could actually get into the theater <laughs> I had to get you tickets <laughs> and you know you know what I remember actually enjoying myself watching that movie back then, <laughs>
2: yeah, it was, it was
1: funny, yeah, it, it was, was funny. funny.
2: It's it, but as if you understand Tom, I don't, I don't want, we, all right, that's enough of that because we're not talking about that. What were we talking about in the first place? Oh, we're talking about animation, yeah, we were talking about, uh, yeah, we um, were talking about like, my hooves, um, <laughs> look at my hooves, <laughs> uh, uh yeah. and he's wow. just screaming at him, you stupid beaver, <laughs> you stupid, <laughs> beaver. we're still talking about Tom Green, I, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so, well, that was our animation lecture. And why did we get onto that? Oh, because of Kimono Friends. Yes, And, and Friends. that was, And that got a second season. What else is getting a second se- season out uh, <laughs> It's the
1: show that just won't fucking die. Black Clover. Just <laughs> 50 more episodes of... All the fans unite and say, Yes! What? Quiet? Dead? Uh, it has no fans. Why is it getting a second season? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny uh, yeah. Like for a, uh, Okay, I do know for a fact that There are some people who like the manga But I don't know a single soul Who actually says I really enjoy watching the animated version of this
2: I never watched it I never started watching it Speaking of uh, sequel series, I'm actually kind of bummed that we're recording this on a Saturday when we typically record on Sundays because we could have been talking about Fooly Cooly Season 3. Is that tonight? That's tonight. That is tonight. But we have to wait until next episode to talk about it. Huh.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, I got to wake up, what, four hours after it probably will premiere? So, as soon as we're done recording, go to bed.
2: Yeah. Oh, it is premiering at midnight. Oh, it's not a, at eleven thirty when, or it was... might be eleven
1: thirty. Oh, it's so, so much better.
4: Uh, no, wait, no, okay. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. I have I, it on I, DVR I already, Derek. It's all good. Yes, and I, I might just, I might just. I will <laughs> serve
4: coffee for eight hours tomorrow, knowing I will get to watch possibly a fully spin spinoff that is. A-
2: better fully, okay. cooly.
4: Well, I've
1: seen the Well, remember this is the first episode is going to be the one that was shown on Evil Fools already right. in the English stuff. I've seen right. this episode already and I liked it. I wasn't in love with it, but I liked the indie film aspects that this episode had. I'm going to go into it with high hopes. Uh, well, okay, so I don't think you could
2: get lower than fully cooly progressive. Mm. Uh yeah. So, I got high hopes in the hopes that it's going to be better than Fully Ghouly Progressive.
1: It does. But, it has a very, like, bottle rocket, old school. Um, what's the name of the director of, uh, like, Days and Confused? Uh, Richard Linklater. It's got, like, a very Richard Linklater vibe to it. We shall see. I, I really think their best bet is
4: to not try to make it. Premier it. it. <laughs> no, no if you want to do it again it's gonna be like some sort of standalone series that just might happen to fall into the lore yeah fully coolly yeah and this wouldn't is... actually affect any of the people or characters from fully coolly it would just have to be something like oh this is in the universe this is its own thing it's not going to be the same and because it's its own thing and not the same, you'd look at it and be like, All right, "What's Haruko going to do
1: now?" Like, yeah. Well, the way that this episode is set up is just, you know, Haruko just so happens to be in this area where this story takes place. Oh, she just so happened to be the teacher in the last <laughs> one. Yeah. But no, this one, she you know,
2: was the cause of that one. She was the cause of that one. Yeah, she so was that's the cause.
1: This For one, no it looks reason. like. While there are still like robots that show up. This one just feels like she just pops in out of nowhere coincidentally in this area. Like she has no reason why, there's like no reason, there's no connection to any of the characters that are being showcased thus far. I really can't wait to hear Japanese reaction to the season
4: we just watched.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's hmm. a progressive to because see. Because
4: that, that's how we'll know how to react to this season.
2: Because
4: right. if I'd be like finally, this is happening the way it should be. I'm expecting on the other end. Oh my I'm god, what happened with this series? No, this is not fully cool.
2: None they could Nani Kuros <laughs>
4: <Yeah, Mashikayo>? Uh <laughs> fun fact, I learned a new word because I was watching uh, Demon Lord. And they said, Majikayo for seriously. (laughs) And I knew for a fact that that is the name of one of the Universe 4 fighters in Dragon Ball Super. So I learned that, yes, simplicity is key. Toriyama is totally simplistic. He literally just uses play on words. There is a character in the last arc who is named, Seriously?! But is he a goofball? Um, basically he transforms like Blue, but he's Boo. So what else would you name him but... Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) That's not a spoiler. That character is actually very depressing and he dies very quickly. (laughs)
2: Bye! They probably... uh, I bet you that, uh, like... Akira Toriyama held up his sketchbook and it, it was like, hey, what should I name this character? But it was a drawing of Boo, but it wasn't colored in. So, like, the guy was just like, seriously? You've already used that character. And he was like, seriously, that's perfect. He's going to be blue. <laughs> I totally support that. Furikuri <laughs> Janai. Okay. Uh, what's next? Because we're because we're we're going long. Do we want to talk? Is is that it for news? Do we I, I feel like
1: maybe we should cut it off because that should lead into the what we're watching for. We, yeah. Okay. Uh, the summoner summon a demon lord. Let's talk about. Well, we, uh, yeah. let's save. Uh, we, let's well, save we can to save to demon lord for for,
2: for going into the topic. Yeah. So I want to talk about other shows first before we talk about yeah. it. demon lord. Well, we had an Into the West. We did. Did we not have an Into the West? I, I think someone here one.
4: had oh, one. Yeah. I had one!
2: Oh my god, I got news this week! Oh
4: shit! (laughs) Okay, uh. Yeah, uh, just a fun fact. So, I'm leading this segment off, but I also threw so many spoilers out the last take we tried this that, hey! Take number two. How you guys doing again? <laughs> ha! It's a <Lee>. little <laughs> <I'm> Derek here.
2: <laughs> I have to edit this back in, Derek. People don't want to know that there's a take two.
4: You just admitted to it before I did. That's right. <laughs> you broke the seal. I'm just following up on it.
2: But we're perfect speakers. There's Club no the- editing to the show ever. Club the seals.
4: Then I would have gotten a ninety. 90- Nine or a hundred on public speaking as opposed to 95 out of that joke class. But whatever. Going on.
2: <laughs> what are we into the Westing? We're talking about...
4: Oh my god. Do you guys like adventures? Do you guys like adventure times? Well, what guess what? Time is it's it? over. Adventure time is over. Yeah. Uh, so it. the finale just happened. It was a great four-part event.
2: Well, they played it as a as a movie, right? Like a two, it was a four part event, but they played it as a two hour film.
1: Well, an hour long film. Oh, it was an hour long. Film. Because oh, yeah, each episode is like it was twelve 20. minutes.
2: Yeah, it's split into two and halves. Interesting. I thought I, I would imagine that a, a finale like Adventure Time deserves at least two hours.
1: Well, uh, there is supposed to be like an Adventure Time movie that's going to be wait. in theaters. No, the, what's up? It was four parts though. Yeah, it was four parts. episodes. Yeah, but each episode is like fifteen minutes long. Oh, dude, the commercial's are part of it. You
4: get to count those.
1: Well, no, no, that's what I mean. Like, even with the commercials, each episode's 15 minutes long. All right, yeah, so right. we're on the same page, then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the heck
1: is going on now?
2: Uh, so... Derek, well, actually, Evan, did you watch the entirety of the series, too? Or, Derek, are you the only one who's seen the entirety of Adventure Time?
4: I love how you're steered away from me,
1: because you know I'm going to spoil more. (laughs) I was. (laughs) There was, the last thing I watched before the finale was the Islands miniseries. And at the time, after I watched the Islands miniseries, my thought process was, I feel like I can stop watching it right here, because it had answered everything I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
4: I've watched up through the fourth series, up until uh, Thanos decided to take over Josh. Or Josh the dog. That's his (laughs)
1: name, right? Josh the dog. Jake the dog.
2: (laughs) We have a super fan here.
1: So anyway, about this (laughs) Oh, that was actually dead air. I thought thought we disconnected. All right, so let me go
4: back to actually being serious about this. Uh, Sure. So going through that series, they do a really great job with the character development. Everyone has a really great storyline that they kind of follow, but there's one romantic piece that people always have wanted to see. Well, and, not, and I think
2: I, I I'm know not what gonna you're... <laughs> say what <laughs> well, it I know is. What it, yeah, I know what you're talking about, and I believe and and Pendleton Ward actually confirmed like, fan theory, I guess, by saying yes and no, and then, I don't know. I, well, I thought, I I don't know this, but, uh, there was a time where I was buying the Adventure Time comic books when they were first coming out, and then I stopped buying them, because they're, quite frankly, they weren't as good. They might be good now, (laughs) but I don't know whether or not they were able to put more content into the, uh, Adventure Time comic books than they were in the TV series, because they're under the same licensing, I guess, they'd be, so I don't know whether or not they're, they're gonna be actually different, but, uh, uh, now the question: Did Adventure Time actually end? Like, it, or I mean, not is it I, over forever? No, no, no. Is, I know it's over forever, but did it have an ending? Like, was it a good ending? Ending? Like, did it finish the series and everything is
1: finished?
4: I don't actually have confirmation that this is
1: the series ender. Uh, the, I know for a fact that there's supposed to be like one more like comic book miniseries to tie everything up together. But the way it ends, it kind of feels like you're just seeing like what these characters are up to right after the effects of this big, great battle that just occurred in this series finale. That's strange. There's, there's uh because they did the same thing with regular show. Like right now, regular show is there's now a miniseries of that in comic book form that's showcasing what's happening with Mordecai, Rigby, and everybody twenty five years after the series finale. Oh, so an epilogue. An epilogue. Yes. There Oh, interesting. yeah. No, there is a, an actual
4: epilogue moment where I won't say what characters are involved, but you get to hear a recollection from the future about what happened in the past in adventure time.
2: Mm. And, and it actually has ended. Uh, according to a bunch of articles, it's they're calling that the finale, so it's over. I just I just wanted to know if like the ending like when Is when it the
4: OVA or OVA
2: <laughs> Boston <laughs> 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 woo yeah I just wanted to know that when the credits were rolling did the series have an ending did people have conclusion did did stories wrap up
4: um. You have way too many questions to be using towards most animes that have single series. <laughs> no nothing wrapped up, uh not much of a conclusion, but uh look pretty.
2: <laughs> interesting. That's really interesting. Okay.
4: No, but I just meant that for most of anime's wrapping up in one yeah. season. I will say <laughs> for this Samurai shampoo ending. <laughs> it, it did really seem like they tried to not do total fan service, but actually pay attention to what the characters wanted and what the fans wanted. And they kind of tried to meet in the middle there. And it was a Int- very yeah. well done finale.
2: Well, that's good because, because then you get something like the Hey Arnold. Remember the Hey Arnold! Jungle movie? Oh my gosh! So we watched Jonathan and I watched the Hey Arnold! Jungle movie that was like oh. the movie that was supposed to wrap everything up, no. and literally, literally all it was was a bunch of scripted nonsense. And in between all the nonsense was just let's just give everybody what they want and everything that they and the story made no sense. Well, it seemed like to me. Wait, uh, the creator get parents there, didn't he? What? He, he did. didn't even get parents in there, didn't
4: he? No, he did. He did. A-
2: A- Arnold. We're, oh, no, we're Wait, not no, talking about... no, they were about... dead. They were, we're dead. Not ta- no, we're not talking about the Hey Arnold Sorry. movie that came out years ago. We're talking about the Hey Arnold movie that came out last year. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't
4: freaking even see or hear about yeah. that. Yeah. You gotta watch it. It's, it's yes. like, no. okay, walk for two hours and learn that, guess what? We've watched this for three seasons and they're still dead.
2: No, <laughs> no you have to watch it because it's called the Hey Arnold Jungle Movie... And it's so bad. Like, I it's think it's on so, VRV. It's so poorly written that I'm just going to spoil it. Uh, he, Yes, he, please. He I'll does, never watch it. He does find his parents. And and they've been asleep for... Because like they, they, they were helping like this, this civilization with this sleep disease that's going around. It's like Could five I years. Interject yeah.
4: with one bad joke. Okay. Does one of them have a hockey puck shaped head and the other one have a basketball shaped head?
2: No No (laughs) one. So, uh, so he finds his parents. They find a cure for the sleep disease. His parents wake up and they're just like, hey, Arnold, what's up? And then he's just like, I have parents again. There's no like awkwardness of just no. like, like there's no awkwardness of like, like it's like they knew him his entire life. Even though when they went away, he was a baby who couldn't even speak. That's and then they wake up and they're just like, ash.
4: Oh yeah, my they, god!
2: Uh, he, they, the parents wake up and they're just like, What up, Arnold? You're yeah. an adult now, and you can you're fully cognitive and you can oh my speak. God. Oh my god, we don't even know who you are. I have
4: I have a theory, a wicked anime theory. <laughs> Go for it. When Ash from Pokemon went into his coma, he became Arnold in his
2: dreams. This is like splitting into so many different, like, string theories and quantum. Okay that. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with uh, that. Yeah, if, but it-
4: if the gorillas and the Powerpuff Girls can be <laughs> in the same universe,
2: I say, why not? Let's just this- crack a beer with This is so true. (laughs) Uh, But in that very same moment with Arnold and his parents is the same moment that Helga's like, by the way, I've actually loved you this entire time. And Arnold's like, okay. (laughs) Um, It's so weird. Like, they basically, like, squeezed everything into an hour. No, it's like, uh, I forget the creator of Hey Arnold, Uh, I, I forget his name, but it's like, he went to Cartoon Network and said, "I have an entire yeah." I, I Nickelodeon said, "I have an entire season's <laughs> worth of content for Hey Arnold. That if you let me write it, it's going to be amazing." Yep. But Car- uh, But Nickelodeon said, "Well, no. It, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you have to realize that Hey Arnold ended 15 years ago, and our and our fan base is not the same anymore." And he's like, "Yeah." But you gotta let me do it. Yeah. And they're like, we'll give you an hour and a half. But he's like, no, I have 12 hours. Yeah. And they said, no, we'll give you an hour and a half. And he said, okay. Halfway through, halfway through the movie, half of the characters disappear and never come back again. Yeah, they're there. They're a part of the adventure, but you just never see them again. They just disappear halfway through the movie and they're never spoken of for the um, rest of the movie. I,
4: I love Dragon Ball. So I'm okay with that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that was into the West. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what are we watching? We're watching what? the Arnold
1: movie <laughs> um, So Not anymore.
2: so I uh, <laughs> so I want to bring up something for uh, what we're watching because I'm, I'm watching all the normal stuff that I usually watch. you know oh, anime's happening cool it's almost the season's almost over. Um, yeah, I we're going to be talking about the next season too. Oops. I want to be talking about something that is deeply influential and probably one of the most important cartoons that ever happened to TV, um, which is Thundercats. <laughs> oh, I'm so shocked. And that—that's this is where we're rolling back and recalling Thundercats again. And I'm talking about the Thundercats 2011 series, mm. which was absolutely amazing and totally beautiful. And it was canceled after one season, and it left us on a cliffhanger, and we never figured out what happened. Well... I guess the NDAs for the Thundercats season two script got dropped because this year, 2018 sometime at the beginning, between the beginning to mid of this year, there was, there's a podcast out there. The podcast doesn't have a name, but you can find it on SoundCloud. It's just called Thundercats interview with, uh, with Dan Norton and Dan Norton's the art director of Thundercats 2011. And Dan Norton sits there for three hours and just tells you in chronological order what happens from beginning to end of the season two of thundercats mm-hmm. and i listened to that whole three hours and it was and then i listened to andrew tell me about the whole three yeah. hours afterwards and, which took and him then, six hours to do <laughs> it actually only took me about a half hour to an hour yeah we were cleaning uh, out our storage unit yeah and um but um but I highly recommend if you guys are Thundercats fans, or you want to have closure to that series, yeah. And what happened? The whole three hours is so worth it that at the end, I was I was excited, like as a fan, like I was I was listening to it and I was going yes, like and you know like being like yes, he said it yes, you know because he he was the art director, so he was in the room drawing these characters. He redrew every character and he redesigned every character for Thundercats. He said that even characters that they never even played
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: And on bringing back from the old series, he redrew them just in case they were going to re- reuse them again. Uh, so so there, there's conversation about uh, Easter eggs that they brought from the old 80s Thundercat series into that they were going to bring into this new series. Like they were going to bring Linkso back and they were going to bring Bengali back and they were going to bring the... Uh, the Bilkin back, and they were gonna they were gonna introduce Tiger Sharks, which is a different '80s cartoon. They were gonna introduce Silver Hawks, which is another '80s cartoon. This was gonna be the best show ever. I, I kid you not. This was gonna be the greatest series, and and re. Uh, this is a true reboot. Like if you're rebooting a series, this is how you reboot a series. Uh, not Thundercats Roar. <laughs> and, and see, the, and the reason why I'm t- I'm talking about this, and why the reason why I'm even interested in this, is because VRV put Thundercats 2011 on VR on vrv and vrv selects hmm. so i've been rewatching the whole thing and I, ha- I only have one episode left until i'm depressed again and i never because <laughs> I, I finished it um and and it's literally it's definitely one of my all-time favorite cartoons ever made it's yeah, it, it's great the it watching quality is amazing the writing's amazing Dell's in it and and dan norton said that it's literally impossible to get this team back to make this series if we ever wanted to so this is the best way to, to listen to it if you're as big as, if you're as big of a Thundercats fan as I am, and you care about it as much as I do, which I don't think is possible. But um, if if you do, this three hours is totally worth li- the listen, at least to get closure about where what happens to the series, and you should totally see it. It's on SoundCloud. It's called Thundercats Interview, and it's, and it's, the full title is Thundercats Revised with Dan Norton, I mm-hmm. think. But you can Google search Dan Norton interview three hours. I wonder what makes it literally impossible to get a team back together. Either like contracts well, are up. Yeah, are they... well, because because Dan Norton's currently working for Riot for League of Legends, and uh-huh. he, and he's the director of the animated shorts. Well, I'd say that's pretty. Um, good. there there are people <laughs> who a are good work, job. Yeah, there are some people who are working on uh Hollywood productions, and there are some people. It's just that Warner Brothers. So they loved this show. Yeah. Like you can tell that they loved ThunderCats like in a way that I love ThunderCats. Did Cartoon Network love it though? Well, that's what he talked about. He in the middle of the whole 3-hour discussion before like he he talks about the first like six episodes and then he talks about the what happened to the series and then it continues talking about the rest of the series. And in that in that in between discussion, there's a segment where he says, "So this is the whole politics of what happened behind the show." Uh, you know, it was very expensive to make the show cause they were using Studio 4C in Japan mm-hmm, to right. make the animation. Very expensive. It's really expensive. Uh, it's, it's like, I would say it's about $60,000 per 10 minutes of animation, uh, over there, yeah, depending on what, yeah, lo- depending on what much. kind of deal you get. Um, and, and so it was very expensive and it, this show was watched by millions of people. It got millions of views, which was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time that it came out. Remember, we watched the first episode like three or four times. I at least I did. Um, no, we were both there together. Remember, we did the twenty four hour art jam, and we watched. it Oh yeah, it then, we watched and, it there, which was our yeah. buddy Dan made up the best joke ever because there's a line when Claudius says, "Why can't you be more? Uh, why can't you be uh, more of a king like your brother, Tigra? He's, He's great." great. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's wonderful. But what he explains is they were making the show out of love because they love Thundercats and they loved the series. WB and Cartoon Network, they were making it because they loved money Mm -hmm. and they, uh, they may have loved Thundercats, but they, they, but they loved the money more. And if, because the series, they, they completed the series and they wrote the script for season two WB and Cartoon Network were just like we're not we don't them. see how the money matches up with how much it's going to cost us, and and that's why they just were just like, nope. Yep. And and so when I interviewed Will Friedle back in 2013, maybe mm-hmm. yeah. it was a while ago. It was at Rhode Island Comic Con. I interviewed Will Friedle, and we talked about Thundercats, obviously. Uh, Wilfred Hell told me, I have the script to Thundercats Season 2 at my house. <laughs> and it broke my heart knowing that he had it and he could tell nobody about it. Because I was like, you can't tell me anything. You can't tell me what happens to Pumaira. And he was just like, no, I, I can't tell you anything. Well, guess what? 2018, this year... We got to find out what happened because Dan Norton sat down for three hours and was just like, here's the series I love so much. Here's what happens from beginning to end. And a fan like me is just like, oh my gosh, look at all these Easter eggs and all these like winks to the fans that they brought back. Listen to the three hours, guys. Totally worth it. I love Thundercats. Nobody will love Thundercats more than me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was so riveting that Derek actually fell asleep while all- <laughs> we were recording this. Did Did, did he? I think he did.
4: Hey. <laughs> what
1: the? I was just waiting.
4: <laughs> Going for my title. leap Four Derek. So, if any of you guys know, that derives from Pokemon. So what does that mean? <laughs> Pokemon runs. Just finishing up a Generation 4 solo run of a Feralligator because I was like, I just want to do a run of this stuff again. I just want to do it again.
2: Wait, like a solo run, meaning like you only have one Pokemon?
4: Solo run, meaning yes, only have one Pokemon. At any gym or significant battle, getting rid of everything else. Because this was actually a kind of call to first time I ever played Pokemon in 1995. Because when I was a little kid, I got my Squirtle. I named that shit Squirter. (laughs) and then literally that beat the Elite Four by the end of it so I'm like, okay, you know what alright, let's try this in a new gen console, I'm gonna do the same with a water starter and just use the water starter so it was me and Carl named him Carl (laughs) feel good about that, you know, he feels good too his name's Carl, I, I wouldn't feel bad about that myself so all I have to do is just do the final battle at the end of Mount Silver. It's taken two days of playing it to get that far. (laughs) Sixteen badges, and
1: Carl, and Carl. (laughs) (laughs) So, in the same aspect, uh, instead of what we're watching and what we're playing, uh, since this episode is airing after the embargo is lifted... There's a new Senren Kagura game that's coming out yes! for the Nintendo Switch. Called Senren Kagura Reflections. <laughs> it's basically a love confession simulator. Oh my gosh. It's man. not a dating sim. It's not a visual novel. It's legit trying to deal with Asuka confessing her feelings to you. And the way she confesses her feelings is depending on how good you massage her. <laughs>
4: um.
1: <laughs> Wait. There's, how,
4: how, a, there's actually a bonus selection where if you download that on one of my devices, you get an extra option saying, I'm sorry, I have to go to bed.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, okay, how
2: how long... How? I don't even know where to start with this. How, how much does this game cost for how long of a I game? I would
1: say uh, it's $10 for this game. And... The first playthrough I had of this game was about 15 minutes, but you have to play through the game and get all the specific colors, which represent a mood that you have brought Asuka into to get the true ending of her story. My arms are tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and then I, I also saw on the website that you can unlock multiple. There's more than just Asuka. You can get all the other Center on Kagura Well, they're going to be or DLC like characters.
1: They're not going to be unlockable. They're going to be DLC characters. But so as you know, all glossed. the grinding you've done for the meager results is going to be multiplied by many?
4: <laughs> what literal
2: grinding. What kind of grinding? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and as the, the game progresses. You get different ways of massaging. So, you know, you start off with the hands, and then you get one of those little rolling things that really doesn't really massage. It just feels weird when you do it in real life. Then Next you thing get... you know, your name has changed to Brookstone. <laughs> <laughs> I Then you get the I, brush, and then you actually do get the electronic massager. It's it's very well known that here at Wicked
2: Anime we love Senron Kagura, but that sounds retarded. <laughs>
1: I mean it has more laughs for $10 it has more laughs than the complete box set of full house so <laughs> <laughs> It's worth the money just for the laughs of this game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there are parts that are like wow, I can't believe they've got away with this. Wow, I can't believe they got away with that. Like I love Senren Kagura. Like I I did rate the game a respectable 6 out of 10. Okay. Just for the sole fact that they're, which is to be fair, is kind of like the same grade I gave. Um, Calamity of a zombie girl. Both games have their entertain. Both things have their entertainment value, but they're not art, not in the least bit. <laughs> but they're still worth your time watching or playing. It's no. Let me show you my
2: panties while I give you a disgusting look on my face. <laughs> I still haven't gotten past
1: episode two of that. Yeah, no, I
2: haven't either. I I watched the first two episodes. I keep downloading them, but I'm "I'm never going to watch those. I need
1: to have the courage to watch those episodes, despite the fact that there is nobody nobody around to watch this show with me. I still need the courage to watch it because I feel like a part of me dies after watching each episode.
2: I watched the first episode, and then I watched the second episode. I'm like, oh, they're all the same episode. Just with a new skin. Yeah, just just find the outfit you like, watch that one episode, and that's it. God, it's so dumb. Can I, uh, I'm i going to be at full discretion right now, too. I've seen the entire series of that uh, the, A Girl Fell Through My Ceiling, and Now We Live Together uh, <laughs> oh. series. I've seen the whole thing. There's I've only, only ten episode episodes. One. There's ten episodes. They've already ended it, and it is garbage. It doesn't get any better yes! throughout the entire in- Throughout the entire, Wait, but did you series. watch? Did you watch the censored or the uncensored? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so they, uh, oh man, it's just like a whirlwind of awful. Just it's never not awful. Well, because watching the uncensored version, it's just Swiss cheese. Uh huh. It's literally just jump cuts to random scenes that make no sense. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't matter which way you watch it. It's it's bad either way. It, it's it's nonsensical. It's unrealistic. It's just dumb the whole way through. Well, it's porn. And then, well, I don't even know where in their mind did they think that it was a good they idea. Could market, well, that's and that's why I'm bringing this up in the first place. Is that somewhere along the line somebody said it's a good idea to market this garbage as mainstream garbage? Yeah. When they could have just left it on porn sites. anywhere they wanted to but they didn't I
4: can think of a lot of other series specifically in this year in this season that are going past that rule you just posed
2: okay well yes but, but even still though they're at a higher quality value that even if they left it like this was the censored version that we're watching and then the uncensored version you can find on porn sites some of them are still good but this one is bad either way you watch it so therefore it doesn't even make a difference like there's a part in when like the last two episodes come out, they introduce a third girl for some reason. Oh, I did hear about that. Oh and, uh, and yeah, like, why not? Yeah, <laughs> and 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 there's she's this got is, a different hair color. This is a <laughs> legitimate line in it. It's like, well, there's only one way that we're going to be able to decide who gets this guy. We all have to wear swimsuits. Yeah, we all have to go to the beach. And no, Aww. not we, not we have to go to the beach. We all have to wear swimsuits. So and. And so they do, and then, and then they they go to another place somehow, and then the series ends. Like it's, oh, it could have it could have been anything. I it told could've...
4: you guys I was trying to make a video game series, and now you're <laughs> yeah. making fun of it like this. Like this is literally what my dream would be, and they're shattering it. <laughs> no, they'll be sexy girls and they'll be like we can settle this we just need to be in swimsuits yeah. and we can make it work I'm like that's the game for me yes <laughs> I will be the protagonist I will settle that that is my game
2: <laughs> so I finished that series don't watch it it's not worth your time anyway like any way shape and form is that what you're, what, what you're watching <laughs> kind of oh, that's, I, I haven't. I that's haven't, sad. I haven't there we watched go. Anything else? Other, I've caught up on Cells at Work, finally. I was behind. Like, last week when you were talking about the Cancer Cell episode, I still hadn't seen it. Yeah. Now I've seen it, and it was boring. Like, honestly, <laughs> Thank I didn't it to the point where oh. it was boring. Which one? Uh, the Cancer Cell episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't even just maddening. It was boring. Like, it, it was a badly written episode um thankfully the uh circulatory system oh my gosh so yes that was a good one you could like watch the circulatory system one in a a high school science classroom it was so good you got so much information out of it it was funny uh and like it brought itself back with a vengeance like it was so good um the episode after that the one where uh yeah the killer t-cell and the helper t-cell were arguing with each other was kind of weak well, because, was, because you don't want to... I don't, don't want to know about that Yeah, them. you don't want to know about those characters. I want to know about Red Blood Cell <laughs> and White Blood Cell and if they're going to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Granted, I did love the little thing at the end of the circulatory system where Killer T Cell was like, I don't care if the other cells don't like me. I'm a Killer T Cell. I'm here to do my job. And then he is mad about it, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, go more into that. As much as I love Daisuke Ono... It's probably one of the weakest parts that Daisuke Ono has ever played. Yeah! I mean, the killer T-cell, if you think about it, its job in the body, it only shows up when it has to. Yeah. And they're trying to make it a full-on character, and it's like, no, this character is only supposed to show up when yeah. they have it's to. The they it's the military. It's the body's military. See, the white blood cells are working 24-7. The red blood cells are working 24-7. It makes sense to make them main characters. This, uh, the killer T-cell, not necessary. Not so,
4: everyone can be My Hero Academia, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Everyone has different roles. Everyone has different jobs. We're yeah.
2: not shipping them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Myself. Everyone else is too. <laughs> <laughs> I want
4: my my red blood cells to kiss my white As long as like, like, it doesn't <laughs> involve platelets...
2: All I right, imagine, we're good. I imagine there's a scientist somewhere like in a blood lab like looking through a microscope like with white blood cells and red blood cells under the under their little platelet and they're just like guess <laughs> <laughs> Uh Okay, uh, can we talk... But we're all watching. (laughs) Yeah, can we talk about the thing that we've all been watching and the thing that we're all floored by, Demon Lord. Yes. uh, Or how not to summon a Demon Lord. It's so funny that we talked about Freddy Got Fingered because the very first thing that I thought of when I saw this episode was that scene in Freddy Got Fingered where (laughs) Tom Green was like, yeah. Fingered
1: freddy.
2: <laughs> dad fingered freddy yeah dad
1: fingered freddy i i thought about that and the fact that we talked about it in this episode was totally unplanned uh, and it was just so
2: like... so okay so that part that part happened i guess we just spoiled it for everybody if you haven't watched the newest yeah. uh episode rem gets fingered
1: uh <laughs> it and, is, it, and you know it, it kind of reminds me of this song i used to sing as as a kid <laughs> around the campfire there's a hole in the cute cat girl Ali. There's a hole in the cute <laughs> so, cat girl Ali. So There's um, a hole. There's a hole. There's a hole in the cute cat girl Ali. Damn, I messed that up. So, um, <laughs> so to myself,
2: <laughs> the the funny thing about that though is I was watching the episode, and because of everything else that just happened for, since the be- beginning of the series, I was watching it, and I just went, "Huh, they went there." And then I continued watching the episode. Yeah. Like it was totally unshocking because of just like, oh wow, good for them. They actually took it there. You <laughs> know instead of instead of it being like, oh, I guess we're just going to be in the same room together, but naked. And then it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, okay. So when is is just like, oh no, you have to stick your finger in her vagina. And it's just like, oh yeah, okay, that seems. I actually thought she was talking about the the butthole. No. <laughs> that, no, that, that wouldn't have been far off because.
4: Well, look well, the hair. I would actually wouldn't have put it pass in to make that joke. Be like, that would put have been be like, no, that would have been funnier.
2: Would, see, that would have been a joke. So if they did, if they did, like, okay, we're gonna uh, like stick your finger up or butt. Like that is a joke. Yeah, you that's know, funny. Like, like our main man, Mad Bull, still gonna yeah, have have the out. Exact
4: same scene following, and honestly, probably still the same appeal
1: from it.
2: I no, see, when it's when when they did what they did in this series, that is violating. Yeah, the, you know so it,
1: it is, but she did concede to it. Well but yes, but yes okay, okay, she okay, did. She did. Just, so, right, so wait a, a second. Everybody that, saw the fact that we have to
4: like be like Alright, but she said it was okay. Yeah. Like, honestly <laughs> yeah, that first five or ten minutes, you probably could cut out of it. Like okay, so, I could actually yeah. see the dub showing up on Toonami. But after watching that last episode, I was like, nope. Nope. Never happened. Not gonna yet. happen. Not gonna, happen.
1: Got, no, look, Adult Swim has done a lot of fingering jokes, especially on, like, robot chickens, that squid was... bullies, and... Yeah, no, no, no. They but, would at but... least... This this was is a, a joke. Yeah, it no. Joke, but it's this already
4: isn't... spoiled, but they would at least cut out the scene where they do the whole camera pan, where it looks like he's ripping yeah his own her, visual her, out her of spat, yeah, her the her or
2: whatever. So, no, okay, so uh, it's... The the problem with that is this isn't satire. This it's they didn't satire that. He yeah. actually just did it. Yeah. And um and that that's what really happened. And and so the difference is, is a normal Isekai show would have been like, Oh, I can't do that and they would have figured out a, like a different they solution. They would have done a different thing. And like, yeah. you know, it was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not doing that. Let's figure out a different solution. This one was just like, Yeah, okay, go ahead, just do it. And and it happened. And 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 it was funny because he didn't have his normal I'm an I'm a socially awkward character anxiety. Yeah. He like was totally normal he about it. He was just it. like, okay, I'm gonna violate this girl. And it's and, like he wouldn't have done that in the first episode. And it's just totally out of character. It, it's just so bizarre to me that I I was just like, Oh, they went there. Cool. You know, like what we we watch so many animes, like including like Sunohara Haraso. Where it's just mm. like, oh man, those the, those women should just straight up rape that kid. That's... And, and But it's but this show was just like, oh yeah, you know what? You should stick a finger in her vagina. And she did. And that's what they did. They were just like, oh, that char- main character stuck a finger up in her. And and for magical reasons. It's just like, no, that wasn't for magical reasons. They did that because they needed an excuse. As they...
1: Like, the this, this show... How does someone... I like de- how
2: fired up we all are about this. How
1: does someone <laughs> well, demon lord... You, you either do that or you kill the cat girl by putting... By, like, ripping a little yeah, hole in her stomach. Yeah, ripping a hole stomach. in her
4: stomach. But, oh, you but um. But it's, but, like, gore stuff for that. No. But,
2: see, the problem is, is, um. Oh, crap, I lost my train of thought. Is, oh, okay. So, the show is full of excuses, right? Like, obviously, is- all isekais are full of excuses. Like, I- I'm watching, um. Uh, Masters of Ragnarok right now, which obviously will come up in our Tapagachi discussion when we talk about pros and cons of, of isekai animes. But. Um, all every isekai is filled with excuses of how do we get the main character to see another girl naked? Yeah, and and so it's just one excuse, one lame excuse after another, where you know it's like, oh, he only can receive magic if we put our breasts on him and rub him until we orgasm, and it's just like what? (laughs) And and then it's just and then um and then like you know then you have. Uh, Masters of Ragnarok where it's just like oh well we're his servants so obviously when he's in the bath we have to be in the bath too and it's just like what like come on people do you have brain yeah, damage like, that's <laughs> not how you write a story it ever. is nice
4: though if it was scaled like that or like if I go to the ATM I'm like I'm wondering if I have money someone else <laughs> is wondering if they have money too <laughs> <laughs> yep, use that wrong. Okay, moving on.
2: That was funny. Um, all right. So, which leads us to our discussion of pros and cons of isekai anime. Which I'm gonna kick it off with cons. They always have lame excuses to see the girls naked. Well, and that's because we're gonna talk about probably the thing that we've talked about every time we've talked about it with brand new isekai is that. Light novel authors can't write to save their lives. And because it's because light novel authors are nothing but otakus and fans themselves. Most of the time. Can I make a guess? Sure. Fire
4: usually takes out 66% of clothing. So that's like half of your situations there. (laughs) (laughs) Or slime monsters too. Slime monsters. That's another
2: one-third. Yeah, acid-based slime monsters. Uh, Acid-based slime monsters are an Isekai's best friend. Yeah. Um, And then there's always that one girl who's always just like, I don't care, I'm just going to romp on the main character. And then she's just naked. And it's just like, great, okay, that's that's cool, I guess. And then... um, Leaving nothing to the imagination. Yeah, well, leaving nothing to the imagination and making it just so... uh, Okay, I guess that's happening now, and it's just like uh, and like I said. So when when writers write isekai, it's basically Twilight, where it's just masturbatory material, but instead of for girls, it's for men.
1: Well, no, I some should girls watch it too. I
2: guess, but it's not it's not some for that. It's so it's 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 the yeah right. So but the you have to understand demographics. There's always a demographic. When somebody is creating a piece of content, the first thing you talk about is who are we marketing to? to uh, Twilight and Fifty Shades of Gray are marketed towards women. Yes, isekais are marketed towards men. Uh, it's just it, it, that, and and like visual novels, Most, mm. I mean, they make otome games. It's just the way that it is. Yeah, it's, but but otomes are marketed towards, which are an otome game is basically Fifty Shades of Gray or Twilight, and they're marketed towards females. But uh, uh, a regular visual novel is marketed towards men. And that's what, you know, these light novels are also marketed towards. They're marketed towards men. And and so when you have stories that are like this, it's basically just a writer who's also an anime fan who is now writing a story saying, this is what my anime fantasy harem would look like. Yeah, and then people read it. Yeah. So a pro for me... Is that there's always the hope that when a new one comes out, it will be the next season of Kanosuba. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, yeah. Do you mean like it, like it, Kenosuba itself, so like actually Kenosuba? Either way, it could be Kenosuba that comes out, or it could be something like it. No, see, yes. for me, for me, it's only it actually has to be Kanosuba. So, but that's so or cool. no game, no life. Yeah, no game, no life is awesome too. That's a little different, though. I don't really count that as an Isekai, but it is one. Time. It is, an, it is isekai, an, isekai, an Isekai, but it's a little it's different. A little different. Um, so, the the for me what the way reason why I say that is because I legitimately thought for the longest time that Demon Lord was going to be that next Kanosuba yeah. because the first two or three episodes were super strong. Yeah, you had good comedy. Uh, Demon Lord uh, uh, Diablo was a great character. His his uh, the, yeah, personality so- was awesome. Yeah, the social anxiety aspect yeah. was done really and well. And then, and then in the third episode, you had some great fantasy adventure. And then comes along these recent episodes, and they ruin it. Yeah. They did not stick to their character maps. And I wouldn't world say rules. it ruined.
1: I still really like the show. I mean, it is no Konosuba, but it is still one of the better Isekais that's that has come out. Fair, fair enough.
2: Okay, that's fair, and yeah. and it's not the worst. I will say that it's not the worst. I'm still watching it. and I still do enter uh, enjoy it, but they lost. The humor and the joke that was everything that was at the beginning. Well, like, Demon Lord, social anxiety isn't as much of an issue anymore. Yeah, right.
4: I was almost personally mad about how they premiered their recent episode. It was, like, mostly a really, really kind of comment, but then... Yeah. Well, they've tried to dance around topics a lot. Yeah. Never
2: try to dance
4: right into them like that. And they still try <laughs> um, to take their shortcuts when it came to animation and stuff. But they blatantly said what they were doing.
2: Well, so another another issue I had, not to get away from the topic, but just about that episode in particular, is the previous episode's preview spoiled the surprise. Yeah, it of, did of of the next episode. Oh, what did it show? Did it show? It, it, the... No, it yeah, it, it basically like it, spoiled that. It, oh, that little lowly character is the demon lord. It spoiled touch. it, and, but then looking at
4: the opening credits, it's like, all right, well, that's the only character not spoken
2: for true yeah oh yeah and the closing credits i've been every time i watch the closing credits i'm like who the heck is that yeah but 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 it's still like who the heck is that girl and because because the whole time they're talking about the demon lord that's inside rem it's like oh he's a super muscle muscle person and then they're like oh no it's actually a female oh well now i'm Imagining a female who's a super powerful muscle lord. And then the preview spoils that it's a little lowly girl. And then the episode happens and then they're like, surprise, it's a little lowly girl. Isn't that funny? It's no, a little you already tiny shy lowly girl that has a demon inside
4: of her. And she's already been established to be the mother of the demon lord. So what do you think her daughter's going to look like?
2: I guess uh, that's not necessarily true. Uh, like, but like,
4: obviously, the incarnation might have stayed the same even through the generations. Maybe it was someone who was like, I'm thinking maybe the demon lord was someone who was actually matured or progressed, and that going in this sleep mode kind of like brought it back. And now yeah, it was we're... just
2: sealed. It was just sealed inside of her. Yeah, yeah, and
4: now we're like going back, even like demon progression, be like, oh nope demon kid again demons and trying I, to figure out what's going on with the
2: world and that's an i guess that's another thing that okay going back to the discussion cons of isekai lolis everywhere yeah oh right. yeah it's it's filled now and i and i'm not talking about like rem is a flat-chested cat girl she's yeah. not a lowly yeah. she's right. a flat-chested cat girl and that's fine demon lord is a, is totally a lowly and then it goes back to uh death march you know death march into a parallel universe every single character there was like i think the only one character was 18 years old everybody else was under the age of yeah 13. it's uh, it's there it's perverted it's gross it, it's pedophilia you know yeah. like it's it, it's something it's wrong like and it's not all isekai not all isekai <laughs> well but is it not i mean <laughs> no because i mean we have um i mean konosuba konosuba is a joke though Kenosuba makes fun of Isekai. With, and... with the demon lord, I
4: feel like the costume was so revealing. It got me thinking, is it revealing the right spots? And the <laughs> fact that I had to think that just made my mind shut down. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. We're not thinking yeah. about this anymore. Not...
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but even if Kenosuba a joke... They're still doing it right. Yeah. You know, like, regardless of whether or not it's supposed to be a comedy, a parody, a spoof, or anything, they're doing it right. Right. Uh, and I, that's I, – I guess that's another pro, is that there is a way to do it right. Yeah. Uh, even if we look at this – we're t- saying jokes about it all the time. I still think that Sword Art Online kind of did it right.
0: Uh. So
2: so here's the, here's the thing is – when there's they have the there's the expression that there's no original stories anymore. Yeah. Um. So the fact that a million isekais are coming out because they're popular right now is not the issue because the same thing happened when battle. You know, you have the lottery, you have battle royale, you have the game, you have Hunger Games. You uh, oh gamer not uh, not the not game. the game. Yeah, the game <laughs> is the game is something different <laughs> with uh, uh who's in that one Michael, uh, Douglas. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah uh, no, uh, uh, and you have gamer. Like, all these Battle Royale-esque stories where it's just like, we're going to put a bunch of people in and only one of them can survive. Technically, The Purge is one of them, too. Right, and so so you have these Battle Royale-type stories told a thousand times over, but they're good. Yep. And I don't mind, I like the concept of a Battle Royale show or movie or story in general um because it's just a good story to tell. Oh my gosh, how are those people going to have to kill each other? And yeah. then um, and which one is going to come out victorious yeah. in the end? And then but and so isekai is the same way where it's just like okay, you have a story where somebody goes to a fantasy world. Is it overplayed? Absolutely. And it, you know and it
1: got to the point where like I'm watching these isekai shows and like you see the place they live in. You see like the whole entire atmosphere. You see all the buildings and it's like that looks like Konosuba. That looks like is it Ronda to trying to pick up girls in the dungeon. That looks like Death March to a Parallel Rhapsody. That looks like No Game No Life. That looks like ev- it, every single kingdom that this show takes place in looks like the other isekai that I just watched. But I'm also yeah. sure
4: the argument used is, alright, but those places also look like the real places. So...
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, cuz you know, it's very Dungeons and Dragons-esque. Yeah. It's that fan- it's that fantasy version everybody loves Lord of the Rings kind of a deal where it's just like we all know what fantasy is and fantasy is great. We love people like fantasy aesthetics. I like fantasy aesthetics. I'm writing a fantasy right now. And um and and it's fantasy is fine. Isekai can be fine. You just have to write it properly. And and making it a oh my gosh, I'm in a different world and look at all these women who want to throw themselves at me isn't necessarily the right way to go. Well, that's how most isekai writers approach writing quote-unquote good content. if we're counting No Game, No Life as an isekai, they did that differently because it was a brother and a sister going to a different world together. Nobody's interested in them. They're a tag team. Sister still takes her clothes off. But they do
1: do kind of make a joke about that, too. That's why you see the brother uh, sitting in the corner somewhere while they're doing the whole Hot Springs aspect. And he's legit explaining why he's sitting there. It's like, well, I have to sit here because, hey, we're getting into some R-rated territory and I don't want this to be R-rated territory.
2: Well, they did that in Demon Lord, too, in just the last episode when they, when the two girls wanted to go to take a bath in the river for no reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. For no reason.
4: I feel like in the other example, though, they might have been, like, taking, like, making a line in the sand, being like, listen, we'll do flirty things, but this is canon. They're brother and sister. That's going to be established. So whatever you want to make me do with my storytelling... Just know it's going to be brother and sister. You can do flirty yeah. things. You can do whatever, you know, ah, oh, costume malfunction. But they're brother and sister. Yeah. Don't mess that up.
1: There's even like yeah. a joke where he like, where the sister, Shiro, takes a picture with her smartphone and it looks like the fold of like in between someone's breasts, but then she goes, haha, it was just my, it was just a fold in my arm. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, well, I mean like the first thing that they do in No Game, No Life is show you Shiro's panties. Like the very first shot, the establishing shot of her character is a shot of her panties. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, uh, that, oh. I mean, the show, the show ends up being good in the end, but it shows that the writer has absolutely zero confidence in their capability to write good content. Good characters, because good it's characters, just like, good story. okay, show the sexy thing first. And, and, well, and
1: to be fair, it's, it started out as a light novel, and to be, and I don't think, he, and as someone who's actually read the light novel... <laughs> They didn't write he didn't say hey Shiro's panties were showing up here that never is said in the like right article. good
2: point that's yeah. a, that's a very fair point you're you're right you're absolutely right that but, was um, Madhouse's
1: decision to do that
2: yeah which is surprising for Madhouse. which House. is strange for Madhouse uh, yeah th- and that's true but there are other writers out there that do write like George R. R. Martin. Yeah, and they're just like, and now they're naked. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha ha. And the (laughs) dragons will come in five books. That's what what I want everybody to think about right now. That all those filthy, nasty, softcore porn sex scenes that you watched were written in a basement by George R.R. Martin. That fat, old, gray... big man being like this is what i'm writing
1: all i can think <laughs> of right now is the uh i think it was funny or die that made the joke with George R R Martin saying like i wrote it so it's going to happen here's a Here's a list of all the characters whose dicks are gonna be chopped off, and it's yeah. like just like a minute of like thousands of pound, thousands of names, <laughs> and he's just sitting there biting into like I think it's either fried chicken or a potato chips. <laughs> he's like, the more I eat these, the closer to death I'm going to be. So there may never be closer for all you fuckers.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, so what's another pro? I want to do another pro for Isekai. They do write some
1: likable characters.
4: They're, they're hmm. very relatable with <laughs> their relatable. antagonists, too. They try to well, stay very vague and try to stay into whole...
2: I don't uh, think that's a pro, uh, Well, necessarily. If they do it right. I mean, maybe you're more jaded than I am, maybe. Well, okay, so here's, here's the reason for that. It's the same reason for any visual novel. Like, going back to the uh, visual novel discussion of writing a characters or uh, doing twilight or doing uh 50 shades of gray you create a building block character a lego a lego brick uh, (laughs) who who has no personality and can relate to literally everyone well so that to be fair there
1: actually no it this does come to mind the personality of richard in the lego show uh unikitty because he has like zero personality well, this is different though because because uh, what what we're
2: trying to do is that we're, you're trying when you write a story like this, you try to establish a character that has little to no background, he doesn't have any defining features um, no attachments no attach anything. no attachments and uh and ba- he has like the basics of basics of amenities to his personality so that a person can watch that series and be like, "This is me oh yeah, that's me, this yeah. is me." Um, this like, is me okay, now. So, so I'm watching Ragnarok, right? I'm, I'm watching, I'm, <laughs> which, which by the way, I'm surprised. Like you're automatically saying he when you say a character. Yeah, and I think, And I think back on it, and it's like, well, yeah, he is the right is the right term. There's never has there yeah. ever been well, because the demographic for Isekai is male. Is male, right? I yeah. know um,
1: there is there are a few Isekai where the characters are female as the main character, but they're almost never in a harem situation. So, okay, so back to the original
2: point that I was making. um, uh, So when you have a show like Masters of Ragnarok, Masters of Ragnarok is, you know, he talks to the girl that he's in love with over, you know, the universes that they're separated from every night. Um, So this character does have baggage. He has a girl that he likes, but she's a part of that harem where everybody, all the girls around him are trying to you know wed this main character but he's like no there's somebody i love until you know the this somehow this girl is related back to the the fantasy world and but but you as the as the audience member are watching him just being like ah forget about that girl i would totally bone that girl you know and and that's the fantasy aspect of watching or reading an isekai where, where you, you choose a girl that you like in your own brain, and you kind of create your own fantasies out of the non-fantasies that this main character is going through. Okay, so I'm going to do a pro now, and, and as a male viewer, after saying how much I, I... I think I've established my opinion and my view of Isekai in general pretty well, which is very negative. <laughs> um, you don't say. So, so I'm going to say as, uh, as the male demographic... That, that isekai is aimed for. A pro of, of isekai is all the selections of girls that are in the show. Because <laughs> part of the appeal of watching an isekai is figuring, is, is seeing the cast of females, what they look like, and what, you know, obviously it's anime, so it very much has same face syndrome, so it's like, whoa, I like that eye color mixed with that hairstyle. And um, and that personality type mixed with those eye colors and hairstyles. It's the same reason why we had a, a waifu watch last week for... Um, Demon Lord. Demon Lord. Yeah. And uh, and so you have these female characters that have those enticing personalities that we talk about in, in my Waifu's Not Weird panel that me and Jonathan do. Uh, and And it's... Regardless of whether or not you think a show is good or not you still fall into that trap as a viewer of your brain saying, I like this because it's, it's feeding that primal, uh, that primal need you have of being a feeling like you're cared for and sexual gratification. Yeah. And it's just, it's just something that people crave regardless of whether or not they want. It's just a part of their, their genetic makeup. Yeah. But, uh, but that's But that, I would say that's a, Pro with a question mark. Uh, <laughs> isekai. Uh, it's a pro, but it's a very negative. It's pro. a very shallow It's pro. a shallow pro. Yeah, there you it's go. a very shallow pro. Yes, it is. And and I say that as a male viewer, not as a fan of Isekai, because obviously I'm not, even though I watch a thousand Isekai's a season. Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause I love how terrible they are. Oh man, uh oh, Death March was such a bad no, it was just, such a bad show. Don't I can't a, believe how bad Don't shame the
4: people who actually do like that kind of thing too at the same time. It's like, you know what? If you do feel that weird sensation that I really don't know what it is, that's probably uh like this show.
2: Well I uh well but that's just it, is that's just my opinion of He's a guy, He's yeah. just, like my opinion of Isakaya guy is it's awful because I, because it's poorly written. And <laughs> no, uh,
4: I'm just trying to follow your whole struggle between like I hate this genre, yeah. <laughs> but I like this series. How do we make this work? How does this exactly. logic happen?
2: Exactly, because <laughs> this
4: is literally like the satire of the entire genre, and they're just blowing everything out to extreme proportions.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Latest episode definitely included. Yes. But I'm still um. watching it being like, you know what? It's still Alright, I kinda like the story. Let's do this. Well, yeah. It's
2: well, still that's fun. What's like, that's what's like for me. It's just like, oh, it's Friday, I'm watching Demon Lord, you because know I can mean? <laughs> like, I only download Demon Lord on Thursdays after I get out of work and then I watch it on Friday, so And Borto. Borto's great. Can we talk about Borto now? Borto is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite isekai alright I love complaining about isekai mystic figures
4: everyone's got a crappy mystic figure that everyone follows and everyone follows the same kind of cookie cutter way of Okay, Konosuba did it great where they had the uh... oh god the queen oh god the goddess the water goddess aqua aqua But everyone has some sort of, like, oh, I'm a fallen angel, I should be a god, I actually know how to do a lot, you're not going to see any of it, this is how we do things.
2: Now, Derek, at the beginning of the statement, I just want to be sure, you did say Mystic Finger, right? <laughs> you said Mystic Finger? For, how- those, for all those cat girls?
4: Cat girls? No. Uh, <laughs> viewers, you know what kind of girls I'm thinking of right now. Not gonna say it. Made a promise to myself that I wasn't gonna say it. So, what kind of girls are Derek thinking about right now? Not cat girls, not dog girls.
2: Well, let's uh, go to our first piece of fan service, which is from uh, our wicked our wicked (laughs) fan Mike, who wanted to point out to you that goth horse girls are called hearse girls. Oh
3: God! (laughs) What? Yes.
1: (laughs) More junk in the (laughs) trunk. (laughs) <laughs> hey that uh, drunk that junk
4: is my dead uncle <laughs> are you sure are you sure that's not Swedish
2: chef horse girls
4: <laughs> horse girls
2: horse girls he felt like he needed to send that to us on twitter through a private tweet oh uh, from God. somebody yes, named koladi uh, how did I totally miss that one and he just sent it to us like uh, like. during five minutes the recording You yeah. really gotta get oh. a discord like, Dude, yes. Same
4: way same Wayne Blade. Uh do you have fan art? Do you have storyboard? I need to know more. Please keep contacting us, please.
2: <laughs> Which is hilarious because Mike Wicked Fan Mike was also the one who said, Stop talking about horse girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will treat
4: everyone equally. I just I, I want to hear everyone's sides. Mike, please tell me more about yeah. how you do not want to hear about the wonderful Wonderful <laughs> miracle that is horse girls. Um,
2: we had a we had another uh, uh, we had another fan service that came from Wicked fan Gerardo, uh, which just kind of goes into a toy shelf almost. We haven't brought up oh? a toy shelf in a while. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Um, but there's a new line of Monster Hunter Nendoroids coming out.
1: Yes, I think I sent you a picture of one of them.
2: Yeah, you did. But there's also another one in development because you sent me the Rathalos one. Yes. Uh, wait, so there's a there's a Great Sword female Rathalos uh outfit nendoroid coming out and there's two versions of it there's the dx version which has a ponytail version and then there's the regular version which is the helmet one mm-hmm. uh there's another one which is for one of the elder dragon monsters and it's uh and a heavy bow gun huh. and and that one's only in concept uh it had they have a they have a prototype model you know one of the grayscale prototype we'll see models. it at winter wonderfest yeah yeah um so so gerardo was asking me if they think that they'll or he hopes that they're going to make one for every lineup well, they weapon. have the hammer one technically. Well, no, they have a they, but that's these ones are coming out for Monster Hunter World. So, and the, uh, the old ones are for Monster Hunter Three. Yeah. So that was the Lagambi Hammer, the great Greatsword, and the Kirin Dual Blades. So, I, and I have two of those. Okay. I didn't get the Kieran Dual Blades, but I have the Lagambi one, which I'm you happy about. You the Dual Blades? Nah. You're a Dual Blades fighter. I know. And that was the one that I was missing, but I found the Lagambi one and that I was happy enough because I like the Lagambi characters. Yeah. Because uh, so, that, right. that costume is super cute. Yeah, it was, it was real good. Um, so, so, that was pretty cool. Thanks, Gerardo, for sending that over. And then we had one more from Temsu. Tempsu sent us that My Hero Academia meme. The with uh, with uh, Midoriya's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, listen to this. <laughs> so it's Jotaro, Jotaro coming out uh, coming out of the door and saying, "Go help yourself, you bitch!" as he said to his mo- as he says to his mom in Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that's all the fan service we really got cool Uh, and uh, so uh, which brings us on to our shameless plug section let's wrap this puppy up let's wrap it up because we're going long Uh, so if you guys want to join in our conversation and maybe you like isekai anime maybe maybe you hate isekai anime just as much as we all do uh, even though we watch it all the time you can email us at wicked anime reviews at gmail.com that's wicked anime reviews all one word at gmail.com you can also find us at facebook.com slash wicked anime where you can message us as well about your isekai animes at the facebook messenger or you can comment on this episode uh right below the post where we posted on our facebook yeah, we where we also post things like news articles and fun things we find around the internet whether or not we're going to certain events around wherever uh, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can listen to this podcast, where you can also listen to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and Podchasers and all those other po- uh, podcasting sites that you like to listen to your podcasts on. You can also find our videos at com slash reviews, where you can subscribe to us whenever video ge- videos decide to come out because they seem to put themselves out now these days. <laughs> um, uh, you can also find us at... Uh, on all the social medias you can tweet us at yo wicked anime sometimes you can find us at tumblr uh, wickedanime.tumblr.com and of course there's that sweet little hidden gem that never gets used which is called WickedAnimePlay.tv at twitch.tv.com um i i however have been posting a lot more personally uh at picardo.tv.com where i've been streaming artwork so if you guys want to Uh, Follow me at picardo.tv.com slash stickfigure5000. You can watch me stream artwork, and I do requests, and I do art critiques, so if you want to uh, get your artwork critiqued while I'm streaming, uh, you can come on. I, I usually post the stream schedule on... Wiki Anime's page on uh, Facebook. On Facebook. Okay, good to know. So if you follow us on Facebook, you'll get uh, Andrew's Andrew streaming, and you can. Stream. But you can also also just automatically go to picardotvcom stick figure 5000 and you get an email whenever I'm streaming, so you know right away. I did. Yep. And so did Tempsu. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tempsu's on there as good well. Good fans. So. Tempsu. Uh, yes. So join me. So join me, guys, and and we'll have we'll have a blast streaming because I love streaming, and I'm gonna plan on doing that a lot more real in the very near future.
1: Evan! All right, so, for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bass Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're an abandoned one, be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast. You can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and on the J-Pop video games and anime amino pages at KingBaby.ESH and on Tumblr at B3Crew.Tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Dash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. And for your our listeners, I have submitted two different articles all surrounding. Uh, one of the biggest J-pop groups of all time, Perfume, on the Asian Crush website. You can read my Mm. review of their Future Pop album, and then you can read an interview that I did with the group a couple weeks after the fact. (laughs) Perfume.
4: Awesome. Well, uh, hey, I'm here. Uh, You can find me nursing my... uh leg cramp that is really bugging me right now, and I keep trying to stretch out, but it's not happening. But uh, otherwise, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, at late 4 derek Otherwise, uh, for the first time, I'm going to try to uh, make true my namesake, and you know that person, you know that one who started up New Barktown, became the Pokemon champion, and then went to Kanto, and then became the Pokemon Champion again. Well, I just did an entire playthrough of Pokemon Heart Gold again, where I just did it solo with a Feraligator named Carl, and my god, me and Carl just did it. Carl ended up level 88 by the end of the run, just me and him. Had to bring in different people, etc., for the HMs, but so me and Carl did it. But that's where you find us, and uh, now I'm just going to be going into random different videos to try to find what sort of run I'm going to be doing next. I call it the Double Barrel Doof Run, where I'm probably going to do two B-barrels and one B-doof in a run. (laughs) Double Barrel (laughs) Doof Run. I just honestly love that name, so I'm just going to go with that and try to make that a thing. Honestly, if... I'm looking into trying to get a capture card or something like that for a 3DS. If oh, that'd be awesome. Of, if that's a sort of run that you just like for me to commentate as I do it, I will look into that. Like, viewers too, if that's something you just want to hear me talk about Pokemon and shit while I do that, <laughs> please say something. I will get this. I will make this happen.
2: That would be so awesome. <laughs> Double Barrel Doof run. <laughs> Leaf for Derek out. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, guys, uh, to final uh, to finalize everything, we are still talking about how we're going to do our, uh, organize and do out our Discord channel. Which we would, people have said that they really like yeah, the idea. Uh, I really like the idea of having the Wicked Anime Discord channel. I think that'd be really fun. Sure. So, so, so we're going to continue how to figure out how to do that. Uh, Greg has offered to help us put it together as well. Um, and I'm sure we could figure it out too. I mean, we do techie stuff all the time. Yeah. But, you know, who has the time for that? <laughs> well, we're gonna do it. For, well, we're gonna do it for you guys, so we can have a whole community going all the time, constantly, and you fans can talk to each other. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll get that up within. I don't know. I don't want to promise anything. So Discord, keep an eye out yeah. for it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get that up in number. Yeah. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to us on this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, we will catch you next time on the next episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. And now it's time to sign off the only way we know how. K-Bye! Okay, bye. Okay, bye.
4: There's a no legs a girl. Who's going to demon That was the
2: easiest
3: episode What the hell, guys? Yeah, that
4: was... That was... That was... That was... That good. I the felt like I could good for the... I tell people that I want to move to page 86. They ask me what pages are. Uh, (laughs) They get a little... uh, And then apparently I get to page like zero. And then we just kind of go from there and then she's gone. (laughs) 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 That was me trying to cover for the fact that Evan just went to the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> oh crap i gotta come up with stuff here okay bad <laughs> joke here we go <laughs> uh
2: well it landed i think <laughs> maybe uh that was the second time that you've made a uh that you've made a, a choose your own adventure book joke that's right you made one last episode <laughs> I, I,
4: I did actually used to love Goosebumps, Choose Your Own Adventure books. I, I, was I just had them as a it. child. so that's... I've
2: been revisiting them. I've been rereading my Choose Your Own Adventure books.
4: Don't,
1: Stacey, uh, don't go near the what? I,
4: I still keep going to page 22. Don't know what page 39 has yet, but I don't care. 22 is <laughs> the right answer, right?
2: See, those were the best books to read during summer reading. Because it's like, <laughs> I did read my book. It ended in five pages. It was great. I died.
1: (laughs) I died in in the end Uh, of my book. Read
4: 30 pages by August. Uh, I'm on page 179, and I haven't even figured out who's trying to blow up the planet yet.